Greetings. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the middle of the order. My name is Steven. We have another TOP for you guys today, uh, and it is the San Francisco Giants. I hope you guys have been enjoying these TOPs that we've been doing. Uh, almost done the first week here. We got two more tomorrow, and then we have a couple of days off over the weekend before we continue with them on Monday. But as I mentioned, today is the Giants, and they are definitely a very interesting team here in that NL West division. Last year, they were almost a 500 team. They were 79-83, and 83, uh, two games under, essentially. Uh, 24th in runs for, uh, 15th in runs against, and 11th in ERA. They were 4th in the NL West, 10th in the NL overall, and were 18th in MLB. Uh, this year for the draft, they have the 13th overall pick and they should uh that's the pick they should have gotten and that's the one they did get so let's take a look first at who these guys added and it starts with one player in particular from the kbo jung ho lee they give him a nice deal there uh he comes over and he will be a part of that san francisco giants team they also got a big bat in jorge soler and some other guys that you may or may not know tom murphy amir garrett nick ahmed uh they made a trade for robbie ray uh jordan hicks and they also purchased uh, ethan small um from waivers at one point there's some interesting names here and some names that i definitely be talking about specifically aaron hicks or excuse me <laughs> jordan hicks uh, and Jung Ho Lee, of course. Uh, but they did lose quite the handful of guys. Guys you know and guys you don't. Sean Manaya is out. Uh, no longer on that staff. Jacob Junis gone. Scott Alexander and Ross Stripling both were traded. Those guys are out. Alex Wood is gone as well. Jock Peterson, Paul DeYoung, AJ Pollock, John Brebbia, Joe Ross, uh, Mitch Hanniger, and Desclafani. Two guys that they traded for Robbie Ray. And then, of course, the one I think hurts the Giants fans the most Brandon Crawford is out long time San Francisco giant he is out as well um taking a look actually something about Brandon Crawford that I was checking really quickly Brandon Crawford is the or was the last guy on the Giants team from their last World Series ring in 2014 uh last year they lost belt to the Blue Jays uh and then this year Brandon Crawford is gone. He just signed recently with the St. Louis Cardinals. So there was going to be nobody a part of the 2014 San Francisco Giants winners um, on this team until a couple days ago. <laughs> they have brought back Pablo Sandoval on a non-roster invitee uh, minor league deal. I'm just saying if I was a Giants fan, I wouldn't want nothing more than to see Pablo Sandoval again. Um on a diamond so all the hopes there we'll talk about that uh, a little bit more into the episode as well let's start and hit up that rotation and i'll just say this out of all the rotations we've seen this one in my mind has the biggest drop off from talent from the first hole to the five hole logan webb is the ace of that staff and he is one of the best pitchers in baseball very great for the giants here then they have kyle harrison their prospect that they got a few attempts to last year uh he's number one in their prospects organization ranks uh, and then jordan hicks of course we mentioned him in the episode he signed he is officially listed as the three spot rotation guy for the giants tristan beck in the four hole and then keaton win in the five hole you don't know those two guys 
don't blame you. I don't really know them either. Uh, the bullpen is pretty good, actually, when you take a look. Things, of course, closing games out. Camilo Doval, uh, one of the better relief pitchers in our game currently. The Rogers brothers, Tyler and Taylor, are still both with the Giants doing things there. Uh, Luke, Jans- Luke Jackson... Uh, another player in that bullpen there. And, of course, Amir Garrett, who is a non-roster invitee, but he is listed uh, on Fangoofs to be in the bullpen. Fangraph, excuse me. And, of course, Ethan Small is also lift- listed in the bullpen as he was purchased from the Brewers uh, from waivers earlier on the offseason as well. Taking a look at that lineup, and this is the part that does intrigue me a little bit about the San Francisco Giants. Leading things off, the new center fielder, Jung Ho Lee from the KBO, of course. Uh, he's out there in center. Tiaro Estrada bats second, playing second. Lamont Way Jr., the first baseman, batting third. Jorge Soler, DH. Uh, Michael Conforto in left field. Wilmer Flores at third base, batting sixth. Uh, Fan favorite of mine and fan favorite of, I hope, Giants fans, Mike Yastrzemski, uh, batting seventh and right field. Patrick Bailey, the catcher, switch hitter uh, in the eight hole. And then Marco Luciano, the shortstop, the second ranked prospect uh, in the team's organization. He's batting ninth, playing shortstop and hoping to get the opening day nod. Uh, And according to Fangraphs, he does. That bench right now is looking like Tom Murphy uh, as the backup catcher, one of the guys they got in the offseason. J.D. Davis, uh, Nick Ahmed, shortstop, um, who's a non-roster invitee, but uh, is listed here for the bench. And then Austin Slater, the backup outfielder for those Giants. Uh, taking a look at some of the injuries that they currently have, uh, as I mentioned in the rotation, that was four and five guys. Uh, Tristan Beck and Keaton Wynn, both of them were dealing with injuries um, this year coming into spring training, some hand discomfort, some elbow uh, soreness. Both should be ready and good to go for the opening day roster if the Giants so want to choose them. Uh, The two guys that are going to be missed by the Giants, Robbie Ray, of course, we know that they uh, trade for his contract with the Mariners. He had Tommy John uh, back in May. He went down, uh, and he's on the 60-day IL. He is questionable for the season if he'll be able to make a return towards the end of the year or not. And then Alex Cobb, he had hip surgery as well. That was at the end of 2023, uh, about November, I believe. Uh, he's out for at least six months, so he will be missing uh, the first half of the season as well. So a couple of guys there from the Giants. Uh, a couple non-roster invitees that were fun that I saw that they uh, are having right now at spring training. Of course, one of them being Pablo Sandoval. The other one is uh, Yoshi Setsugo, which I think is, uh, you know, two names to note. Hopefully, you never know. Uh, and, of course, I mentioned their prospects, Kyle Harrison and Marco Luciano, both leading the way as the top two prospects in the organization. Uh, of course, last year we saw some catchers come up, uh, Casey Schmidt uh, and Blake Sable. Or no, Blake Sable is the back as a catcher. Casey Schmidt was a infielder who uh, both of them got some time in, and they both looked okay. Nothing's too too special, but uh, they're both in the farm system still, as well as Joey Bart, who we'll be talking about in a little bit as well. Uh, the Giants free agents for next year. A couple of interesting names here. Michael Conforto, uh, he's at the end of his contract. Alex Cobb, we mentioned his injury. He's at the end of his contract. J.D. Davis and Austin Slater, both ending their arbitrations, will hit free agency for the first time in their careers. And then a player option for Wilmer Flores, so he chooses. And then a club option for Luke Jackson, depending on how he does out of that Giants ballpen. 
All right, now where do we want to go first here? I have a couple notes here, things I want to talk about, some players as well. Uh, I guess we'll start with Pablo Sandoval, I guess, because it's the least interesting on, on a, a grand scheme, but it is a fun discussion to have. Uh, Pablo Sandoval right now, a non-roster invitee to the Giants' spring training camp. Uh, last time he played professional MLB baseball was with the Braves in 2021. Uh, he played in 69 games, having 73 at-bats, 13 hits, 4 home runs, a 645 OPS. Uh, nothing great, but uh, you never know. He is 38 now. He's uh, one of the main players and faces of the new Baseball United that they got going on in the east part of the world. Uh, so you never know how he will do. Uh, it'd be really nice to have him back. But uh, if he isn't back and the Giants do end up dropping him, uh, that would be the end of that 2024 uh, World Series Giants team that I so mentioned. All right, let's talk about some of these players, some of the guys you may or may not know. Uh, I want to start with Mike Yastrzemski a little bit here. Like I said, one of my favorite players on the Giants. And, uh, you know, overall, I think he has been a good player. It's had some great moments for the Giants, uh, some walk-off home runs um, and walk-off hits in general. Last year, in his age 32 season, he had 106 games played, uh, 77 hits, 15 home runs, a 233 batting average, and a 775 OPS. Uh, definitely a bounce back uh, year for him over the last two years where he hasn't played as much. Uh, of course, 2020 was one of his best years, but of course, that was during COVID as well. Uh, debuted in 2019 at the age of 28. This is going to be his sixth year with the team. And I mean, yeah, he's listed in the seven hole, but, you know, injuries happen, things happen. Mike Krzyzewski is going to get there in the batting order a little bit. He is uh, a consistent batter, a good batter. And uh, a good fielder in general. You know, he's kind of like that just overall average outfielder that is good enough to be a starter, um, you know, but not like the best player on a team. Uh, the best player on the team, Logan Webb, pitcher, star, um, finished second in Cy Young voting last year uh, with an 11 and 13 record, a 325 ERA, uh, 216 innings pitched, led the league in most innings pitched. He had two complete games, one of them a shutout, and he made all 33 starts for his team, striking out 194 guys. That's what you want out of your ace. Logan Webb is a star, and he is going to have to do a lot of carrying uh, to kind of bring the Giants into any sort of relevance uh, this year. Um, because that rotation is definitely the part that scares me the most. The lineup, I think, can be fun. I think they can score some runs. Uh, but like I said, last year, the Giants were 11th in in ERA. That's not going to be the case. That's They're going to be in the bottom 10 uh, this year, I don't trust the stars as much. The bullpen is very nice, considering you know the, how the rotation looks. I think the bullpen is actually uh, one of the main, the best parts about this Giants team. Camilo Duvall, the Rogers brothers, you know, Amir Garrett is is kind of Reds Amir Garrett in a way, uh, in terms of pitching and not in terms of violence. <laughs> I think the Giants bullpen is fun, but that rotation does scare me. And the reason, partially why, is Jordan Hicks. Um, I've mentioned this before. I've mentioned this when he got signed when I was talking about it. They said that the plan is to use him as a starter. And you know what? That is great. Jordan Hicks has wanted that for a long period of time. But when you look at his numbers, I, and I mentioned this too, as a reliever, he has a 3.65 ERA. Yes, he's played way more games as a reliever than as a starter. But a 3.65 ERA, uh, 217 innings, and th 230 strikeouts, 32 saves. 
Um, as a starter, only eight games. You know, they've, they, the Cardinals have given him some opportunities before. A 5.47 ERA. He's lost four of those eight games, hasn't won a game. Um, and in 26 innings pitched, he's given up 16 earned runs, 21 walks, and only 25 strikeouts. I mean, I think Hicks is a great pitcher when he's coming out for the eighth inning. I don't think he is a starter type. And I think this move is going to blow up in the Giants' face. If the Giants really want to get the most out of uh, Jordan Hicks, I think it's from the bullpen. And like I said, they have a great bullpen already. You know, who would you take in and try to convert into a starter? Nobody. I think you have to go get Blake Snell. If I, if I was a Giants fan, I am begging for Blake Snell right about now because I like you really need a pitcher here. And there isn't much, you know, available throughout their system even. Like, I'm looking at their, their guys here. They have, you know, the guys are on the 40-man roster. I don't think they're ready for a, a major league um, spot yet. And, you know, you look through the 40-man roster, who do you get rid of to give a guy a spot here? You know, I think, I think the Giants are going to ride this out, and I think they're going to give Hicks as many chances as he can. Um, you know, like I said, I do like Hicks. I, I hope he proves me wrong, but I just feel like as a starter, he's not going to be as good, um, you know, for the Giants. I think they would have more use for him. They paid him like a starter, you know, four years, 44 mil, I think the deal was. Um, so that's like, I guess one thing to note, but, um, yeah, I just don't trust the whole, Hicks starter, you know, it doesn't it doesn't correct in my mind. So I'm a little worried about that if I was a Giants fan. But maybe he proves me wrong. Maybe he can do it. Uh, let's talk about Jung-Ho Lee for a little bit here. This is the kind of star of the Giants. They paid this guy. They got this guy a bag here. Uh, six years for $113 million, Has an opt-out after 2027. And, uh, you know, it's always interesting to see how a player from uh, the MVP or the KBO come over and adjust. Uh, we have a couple of those guys coming over this year. So who knows how he's going to do. Last year in 2023 uh, in the KBO, he had 105 hits in 86 games, 330 at-bats, uh, a 318 batting average, and an 860 OPS. Important to note that in his seven seasons in the KBO, the lowest OPS he had in his entire career was 812 uh, and that was in his first year. So he has gotten better, has gotten worse. His best year was in 2022. He had 300, uh, 349 batting average and a 996 OPS. He had 23 home runs that year. Uh, last year, only six. So he's got some power, but I would say it's more the contact. You know, all all seven years, his batting average has been above 300. Uh, you know, if the Giants are essentially getting like a Luis Arias type hitter, a lefty, top of the order, gets on base type guy. I think that's really good for the Giants. And I think it's a good, I think he's going to be maybe the best part about the Giants in 2024, possibly Logan Webb as well. Um, but, you know, we'll have to see it in the majors. We've seen some guys who had all the talent in the world in the KBO uh, and the MVP, and they come over and they just can't find it. Uh, I.e. Yoshi, uh, not Yoshi Setsugo. Yes, Yoshi Setsugo. I was thinking of uh, Murataki uh, Makami for a second. Uh, yeah, Yoshi Setsugo, who's also part of the Giants right now, is a non-roster invitee. Maybe he can uh, figure something out um, in spring training and find his way on the team for the opening day roster. Um... 
yeah, talking about what do we go next? Uh, the catcher situation. You know, when um, when Buster Posey was coming to his end, uh, the Giants in 2018 drafted the kid Joey Bart with the second overall pick. Um, and since then, Joey Bart has been one of the biggest <laughs> disappointments for that Giants team over the recent years. Um, and he's he's looked bad. They've given him opportunities throughout the last four years, from 2020 to 2023, and he just hasn't been able to figure it out. His best year, I guess, was in 2022. He had 11 home runs, a, a 6.60 OPS. Uh, it just hasn't been there. He's not been the guy. Uh, he is still part of the Giants right now, but I think he gets moved, or I think he gets one last opportunity to try it, and if not, it's done. Uh, they do have two other kids here, Blake Sable and Patrick Bailey, both who got opportunities last year to play. Uh, Blake Sable, in 110 games, he had 13 home runs, a .235 batting average, and a .695 OPS. Patrick Bailey, on the other hand, a little bit better, had seven home runs, uh, a .233 batting average, a .644 OPS in 97 games. Um... Right now, Bailey is listed as the catcher, and Blake Sable is actually listed as a farm system piece uh, because they did also sign Tom Murphy. So they essentially have four catchers here, uh, Murphy being a veteran who's done it before, who's not been a star, but he hasn't been a bad catcher. Bailey, Sable, and Bart, these young kids, two of which got their first opportunities last year, one of which who has been getting opportunities and was supposed to be the future and just hasn't panned out. Uh, the Giants are moving on from one of these guys. I'll tell you right now, I'm sure one of these guys gets traded. In my mind, it's Joey Bart, possibly Sable or Bailey. But uh, the Giants have a collection of catchers right now that they do not need. So it'll be interesting to see uh, where one of them goes. Uh, it is important to note that Patrick Bailey finished 7th in Rookie of the Year voting. So, you know, that OPS is 644. If you are been a baseball fan and just kind of listening to this, you're like, oh, wow, that's a low OPS. It depends on the outlooks here, and, and for a rookie, it's not awful. And considering the amount of games and opportunities that he got to play, it was still a very successful year for Patrick Bailey. That's probably why uh, he is listed as the uh, catcher for the Giants entering 2024. Overall, it's going to be a tough year. Um, you know, the Giants have some nice pieces. They have some great players. And like I said, Logan Webb, definitely one of those guys. Uh, but his clock is going to eventually start running up on them. You know, I don't think he's uh, going to be around for too much longer here as I try to find his deal here. It's a five-year deal. Never mind. They signed him to extension last year. I did forget about that. Uh, he's going to be around until 2029. So don't have to worry about that too much if, uh, if you're a Giants fan. But yeah, you know, Jung Ho Lee, what can you get from him? Robbie Ray is not going to be here this year, probably. Jorge Soler is a big, app, uh, a big batter there. Um, I think they can be fun, but it, it's going to be a tough year, regardless for the Giants, you know, in the NL West, facing the Dodgers. You know, the Diamondbacks have jumped them, uh, and, and the Padres are obviously still a good team as well. Uh, last year, I said they finished at 79-83. and 83. Uh, FanDuel has them at 81.5. So basically, are they going to be a 500 team or not? And the answer is no. In my mind, I don't think the Giants are going to be uh, getting 82 wins. Um, I would take them 81.5 under. Yeah, uh, that sounds right to me. I think the Giants are still going to have a a good season, be a 70-win team, uh, but they're not going to get to 80. 
No, they're gonna they're gonna finish somewhere between that eighty to or seventy to eighty range. But uh, you know, I think the big thing for Giants fans is um, Jung Ho Lee is going to be the most interesting part for your season. You know, if he gets going and he's having a good time, uh, then I think Giants fans can have something to watch, something to look forward to. Logan Webb starts. Uh, then maybe Jordan Hicks, you know, maybe if he, he proves me wrong. But, um, yeah, that's going to do it for our TOP for the Giants. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. This is our second one today, which means no more. So you guys have the rest of your Thursdays to enjoy. Uh, I appreciate you all. Thank you so much. And I will see you guys tomorrow for two more episodes. Um, so, yeah, thank you, everybody. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow.